0: Hello and welcome to News Munch, your look into the world of weird. My name's Jay, I'll be the host today, and your weird news headlines are Armed police were called to a NatWest in Birmingham after a concerned customer spotted bankers hiding when they were really just playing a game of hide and seek. A bus driver in India was suspended after he let a monkey drive. A husband divorced his wife after spotting her with another man when he was looking at Google Maps. A California police officer lured an escaped pig back to pasture with a trail of Doritos. And finally, a UN panel on climate change says Earth will reach a disastrous threshold of global warming by 2030 unless major action is taken. <laughs> global warming. Those are your weird news headlines. I'm not the only one in the studio today. Joining me are Fraser. Hello. Dylan. You alright? And Brad. Hello there. Cool. So, if you haven't listened to the show before, here's how it works. Every week, we pick a weird news story to champion. We bring it to the table, pitch it to everyone else, and at the end, we all come together and decide who has
1: the weirdest story of the week. Hey Jay, I can't help but get the impression that you're forgetting something. Oh yeah, we're award-winning now. Award-winning entertainment show from the KIC Awards. Thank you very much. We don't deserve it, but we'll take it. We'll take it.
0: Anyway, first up to pitch their story for the inaugural show of this season of News Munch is
2: Brad. Thank you very much, Jay. Um, So this week on News Munch, I think we need to get into our own personal side and we need to look at our own history. And I feel like we're all from different places Um, and each of those places has some luxurious and brilliant landmarks, uh, for one sake. Dylan, you're from a place near Dorking, and you've got the outstanding area of beauty around Box Hill, and hundreds of cyclists travel up and down there every day. Don't they just? Oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a reason we call it disassociation, Brad.
2: Jay, you're from Hastings. Hastings, land of history. Hastings, yeah, Hastings Castle. Right. got, like, an insurance company named after you. Rock in that. Wonderful. Fraser, I don't know where you're from. Uh, it's not very nice. Yeah, but me. you've got the ghetto. Um, I'm from Basildon. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Basildon we've got the world's first glass bell tower Most of the time it's cardboarded up But that's ours We've also got a Hollywood sign that says Basildon These are all amazing places and They those sound are, amazing are places to visit when you go there Well we're going to go to Bude today in Cornwall And according to Bude Because it's so full of culture Its top reviewed attraction is a plastic tunnel Between a Sainsbury's and a car park <laughs> Oh I've seen this Oh no Currently the top reviewed attraction on TripAdvisor with 85% five-star reviews. Uh, to put that in perspective, uh, the London Eye only has 55% five-star reviews. So it's at least 1.7 times better than the London Eye. So what exactly makes this tunnel an attraction as well, opposed to just a tunnel? This plastic tunnel, right, It's the only tunnel Beaud has to offer. It's open to the public, <laughs> free of charge. <laughs> That's not a selling point. You can walk from the Sainsbury's car park to Crooklitz Road completely undercover okay <laughs> it's good yeah uh, it's protected from all the elements uh, whilst maintaining your view to the spectacular surroundings of Bude. you can see straight through it what are such spectacular surroundings sell it there's a house and a car park in this uh, wonderful part of the city uh this consists of 36 metal arches uh it's over 70 meters long uh, nowhere else in Bude can you walk this far undercover in one go
3: are there no subways or
2: anything to cross the road no no this is perfect for Beard because it's just not it's quite a low down place there's not much digging and you can stay undercover all the way to so
0: so what's the difference between that and like holding an, an umbrella while you walk
2: well you don't have to hold an umbrella You've got a tunnel over here. Yeah, but you, you can, can walk... only
0: go in one specific place with the
2: tunnel. Well, you buy the Sainsbury's, so chances are you're probably going to be holding your shop and You don't want to hold an umbrella as well. You're protected from the cover. And according to its TripAdvisor account, all ages are welcome. <laughs> That's Do good. They have concession stands. Uh, no, but it's near a Sainsbury's, so go nuts. Do they have a toilets? Uh, no, but it's near a Sainsbury's, so go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, the opening hours are Monday to Sunday, twelve till twelve. What?
0: Why is the
2: opening hours for a tunnel? It's on TripAdvisor as the most reviewed I, Attraction I in get Bude. That. Mate when you've got These places You've got a Preach preaching for the choir Sometimes it's fields And valleys In Bude it's a tunnel Why isn't this tunnel Just always open though Well you know what To answer your questions I'm going to talk to um, Some of the people Who have left Great reviews on TripAdvisor Okay, okay. Uh, So we've got Cat uh, Walker uh, It's uh, the username for her And this is a five star review She's from Australia And she's visited Bude To look at the tunnel What just for the tunnel Just for the tunnel <laughs> um, this, is, this, this is her words We were blown away, but only figuratively, because the strong and strangely beautiful arches of the tunnel protected us from the mild hurricane that was assaulting the area. It's up there with Stonehenge. It only lacks an audio guide, which will hopefully be available soon in multiple languages. However, in many ways, the tunnel speaks for itself. (laughs) Um, Some people aren't as fussed with this tunnel. Um, John M. from Woking says, uh, What's this all about? I think it must be a publicity stunt. It's just a clear plastic tunnel from a Sainsbury's car park to the store. Bude has a number of great attractions, but this is not one of them. Um, I don't think John's got the idea there. Um, No, I think John has exactly the right idea. He's not not getting the beauty of of the beauty tunnel. Um, Beauty. So, Bude, it's it's a a beautiful town down in Cornwall. And Anne, this is another of you, she took her ex-husband there uh, to do a divorce. Um, what? <laughs> to the, 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 t- so the tunnel Do one of those like they just went to the tunnel. No, they live in Bude. Um okay. They went to uh, the tunnel to f- finish things off. Uh, she says, uh, took my ex husband, husband at the time, just in case you're a bit confused, um, to the tunnel to break things off and inform him about the divorce. Bye, Stephen. The walk back through. <laughs> <laughs> Don't air Stephen out like this. Hey, no. this is what Anne's putting down. The walk back through him. the elongated trouble. Felt. I think that's supposed to be tunnel, but she's milk spilt with her. Felt like the first step she towards She was speaking freedom. about her
3: marriage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the walk back through the elongated trouble felt like the first step towards freedom from Stephen and his massive collection of recorders. Uh, apparently Stephen was a music person. Um, we don't know what's going on there. Uh, she says it's the best moment of her life.
3: She was stuck in a massive recorder and decided to break it off with him.
2: in a tunnel. Because of his recorder collection. It's a good, good acoustics in the tunnel, what at What
0: happened to Stephen?
2: Uh, we don't hear that side of the story. Uh, this is TripAdvisor, it's not, you know, ITV2. Uh, yeah. the, the top three related phrases in uh, Bude Tunnel reviews are modern architecture, life changing, and shopping trolley. <laughs> uh, it's not just um, Bude that is hogging all the TripAdvisor news uh, that I've been collecting. Um, a caravan park in Wales was described by one TripAdvisor. Um, he said, I thought concentration camps were a thing of the past, but apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> He goes on to talk about <laughs> lots of things that went wrong uh, a worker shouted at his child until uh, she cried um and apparently he said why did i always feel like i was being watched by a warden through my caravan
0: I d- I just don't now, understand why these are things you can review I i mean, am i the only one like
2: yes jay the, the problem I think is the Bute tunnel sorry. is a
1: lovely okay.
0: idea I'll, it well, is
2: the best attraction for bude if you if you I'll can't see out. that um I, I don't know how to help you out what's but, the
1: second most rated attraction
2: in bude uh, it's the bude Seawalk. So just a walk. Hm. Mm. That, that hasn't got coverage, does not coverage, does it? So I like no, that it makes is, sense. you see uninterrupted coverage. Um but uh, going back to this caravan park in Wales, uh, the owner actually replied on TripAdvisor. Uh, do you wanna hear what he said? Yeah, of go on. Course. He said, uh Slager <laughs> Uh translated that says, I'm very sad you do not enjoy my concentration camp, but assure it is one of the best in North Wales. Was this I, the actual reply? Or you yeah, this is, this is published. Real. We can have a look. Um, my camp commandments did not want to make you cry that much, but it was inevitable with all the hard work. If you are locked up for hours and the constant patrol machine guns and armed dogs, armed guards, and bad dogs, it's going to happen. Uh, I was disappointed that I was not able to meet you myself, but I assure you that it wouldn't, you would not have been shot, as I'm a very nice commander, better than the Gestapo commander of North Wales, who can be quite strict. <laughs> kind regards, John Brookshaw, SS Camp Commandant of the Plassey. So what I think we need to do more often is to look at TripAdvisor reviews of certain places that you wouldn't normally expect. Um, There's another beach in Cornwall called Perrin Porf Beach. um, And someone reviewed there, Isabel P, and she she enlightened us that this beach was a little bit too wet. She didn't quite grasp the concept of tides and said, The sand was far too damp for my liking. Not very good at making sandcastles at all. If they could sort that out, I'd be very much appreciated. (laughs) If they can sort that out. Who's they?
3: The moon the moon. Well the moon controls the tides so he would probably
2: be the man to complain to. But is the moon reading TripAdvisor reviews? Well, let, let's hope so because Isabel P needs, needs to see her family. Uh, she goes on to say how it was quite busy but she gave it a modest free saying it might be good for surfers. So if you're a surfer and you don't mind wet sand, pop down to uh, Perrenporth <laughs> Beach. Cornwall's the place to be and you know it's just a pop down from Broke Butte so you're gonna be seeing a nice place anyway. I, I want everyone here, Homework, News Homework, to go find their local tunnel. And see if it's good as Bude. And if it is, leave a review on TripAdvisor. I think we'd all learn a lot. Brad, have you been to Bude? Uh, No, I haven't. (laughs) I plan a trip next week, but unfortunately, because of the other things, my work got in the way. Uh, I'm Sorry, I'm not coming from a place of experience here. But you can sure bet, after reading some reviews, that I'm going to be on the next train down to Bude and experience pure bliss inside a little semicircle. Well, thank you very much, Brad, for your story. You're very welcome, Joe. So next up with their story is Dylan. You're right, Joe. Yeah, not
1: too bad. How's it going today? Are you having a good day? It's fine. Yeah? Yeah. It's How okay. about you, Brad? I was going to ask, I feel like I was just a bit excluded managing. there. Yeah,
2: have a good day? Yeah, it's all right. a bit, bit chilly. Fraser,
1: are you? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah? I've got a to pick, lads. Oh, no. Right. First and foremost, what do we think about Hallmark cards? A bit the, expensive, to be honest. Exactly, right? Yeah, Clintons. Cards, every day.
0: 50p max, surely. It depends. If you want to, you know, show someone you care, yeah. you spend a two pound card. You get some like three D materials right. on the top of that. Card. Yeah, some embroidery. They're doing that on cards. No, some glitter. Really cool. cool. I yep. understand that,
1: but yeah, fair enough.
3: I, you I Wait, don't what, want a stock photo on my what card. What do we think about personalised spiders?
1: Yeah.
0: What on cards? What do we think about them? Yeah, like moon pig and
1: stuff. <laughs> Speaking of moon
0: pig Oh no! I fell on the trap.
1: Now, uh, Moonpig's been in the news lately. They're the ones I've got a bind to pick with because they kind of restricted me in what <laughs> was going to be one of my declarations of romantic love. <laughs> is this a story? Or this is this a story, Jay. A so here's what's happened. Pain. British car company Moonpig, uh, they allow their customers to send personalised cards. That's been a major staple since they came out, since I was watching Dave at like three in the morning seeing their adverts. Yep. They've just restricted... The type of personalization you could do because users keep uploading nude pictures <laughs> as of their cards. And Moon Pig has had enough.
0: <laughs> What's taking so long? I can I can understand that.
1: Now, basically, they are they didn't want to make a big proper press junk out of it. They did it the way every other company does address these things these days. They sit they put a tweet up and it says, Please stop uploading pics of your genitals to our cards. It is against our Ts and C's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is it. That is exclusively it. That is it's, the only uh, thing they've said. It's very succinct. They got to the point quick
1: <laughs> What happened there was obviously people were, you know, taking pictures, risque pictures that should not be for uh, carriers or for couriers to send across the country. Or kids' birthday cards. Or spe- special <laughs> <especially laughs> <all> kids' <laughs> birthday cards. <laughs> Come to Janet's uh, cookout or barbecue. <laughs> used the wrong file did it check again <laughs> whoops sorry about that send the second moon pickard I thought it was a business strategy <laughs> come to the barbecue got some great rumps for you <laughs> I was thinking more sausages that's the <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> Now, Moonpick Terms and Conditions clearly state that the company does not allow pornographic or offensive material to feature on the cards, but being British people, they just did it anyway. <laughs> you can't well, stop them. Well, you no can't... one
0: reads Terms and Conditions. Of That's course the not.
1: No one ever reads Terms and Conditions, but I figure it'll be a little bit of common sense in that regard. I think you overestimate the, you know, thought That's process of most British people. Do you want to hear some replies to Moonpick's tweet here? More than anything, I think. My dad is very apologetic, but he's going through a bad time. <laughs> no excuse, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Moonpig replied, as long as he's aware now.
2: No sugarcumming, they're proper serious!
1: A third- uh, another person jokingly asked, uh, Do you do pop-up cards asking for a friend? <laughs> nice. No, not in your size. <laughs> <laughs> so, my thought process on this is that, obviously, you know, it's against the tccs they can't endorse it, but why mention it? Clearly people are doing this out of like a want for a particular- They got a niche that needs filling. I like to imagine in the Moonpig factory where they got all these personalized cards printed off they're more or less straight in the envelope the only people seeing it is a factory worker they're not gonna, that's not going to ruin your personal standing that's not going to re- reduce your character unless you send it to the wrong person that's your own business mm. but I think that Moonpig went about that all wrong I think they could launch an 18 plus service and I think that they could, I think that maybe that might have actually boosted their own thing because let's be honest here you go to WH Smiths you buy your card you're not thinking about it too much more Moonpig Maybe you'll go on there, order a personalized photo, maybe some flowers coming along with that.
3: I think it's a missed opportunity. So Moonpig triple X is what you're saying. It will help you put out all the stops this Valentine with your unsolicited pick. Who's sending like,
0: who's making Moonpig Valentine's cards? These guys, do they Well, Moonpig
3: you- is the car company. I feel
1: like Valentine's Day is the only time that cards really come out. So from Christmas, you know, what? Birthdays.
3: Wait, have
2: done tons of, it's t- tons of your people's birthdays. <laughs> yeah, but Valentine's, Valentine's Day Williams, is another natural. Day, spot. Easter. Or oh, funerals, you say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, so, you
0: fell in the trap
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> I, Easter. I, actually,
1: I actually don't have a funeral story, but what uh, I do uh, have is on the fog, subject of Valentine's Day and how you can use Moonpig in those <laughs> situations. <laughs> I'm livid at Moonpig, I think they go about these things all wrong. And there's someone needs to get fired in their PR department. Because rather than adopting this heartwarming story of young romance, they've kind of pushed it to the side and not endorsed it. Lizzie Ruddy from Manchester decided to design, buy, and send a Moonpig card to a really minted boyfriend, Sam. I didn't find his surname, it wasn't in the thing. Basically, they got on a tiff on a night out. It could be happening to any one of us, you know, you always have arguments with your significant other sometimes. Just happens. Normally you kind of, you go up to their flat or they to go the, over to theirs. You say, sorry. You try to talk it out. You say, hey, look, as it is. Now, Lizzie took the initiative, sent, her, sent him a moon pig card <laughs> with a picture of her on the front, absolutely steaming with the caption, Hiya, I'm drunk, but I'm so sorry. I don't want to argue with you, best friend. Love you, Sam. Love from Liz, X. That's on actually- the back, it said... <laughs> Me, look how nice I look. Haha, ha, X. Because <laughs> it was all pictures of kiss her. Kiss or X? As Kiss. X X X. <laughs> e X, so, X. Were these pictures in the 18 plus category? These were not in the... These, this is unrelated to the 18 plus category. Okay. Like, you know. Moonpig can't endorse these things anyway. But they also... They didn't... I would have figured that's a face of your campaign right there. Adder, adhere yourself to a younger audience. But nah. Where with Moonpig.
2: The problem that with was Moonpig
1: been- and Liz's declaration of true affection through drunk selfies and drunk texts done the 18th century way. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say, bit-
2: cards take a long while to travel. Like, it's, it's sure two we- or three days. I love that story. They could have I- still been having arguments.
1: Yeah, if they would still have an argument that there's like, <laughs> it's more serious than a Moonpig card and flower pack. Like, it's not, you can't spend a fiver and then a the postage of delivery, like, to, just to fix it in that case. More, more secure than storing your nudes on the iCloud. Very more secure than that. <laughs> Now, uh, last one from Moonpig's a bit of a bummer, uh, and but I think they handled it the complete wrong way on this one too. Now, this one was basically Moonpig.com allowed this dude non-stop. His name was Andrew, and he was sending a, a former a, a former girlfriend of his a whole bunch of creepy personalised messages over the over the thing. Yeah, Is that's why they me? banned this stuff. Then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they banned it completely. Obviously, once it started getting traction out there, this was also in Manchester. <laughs> Um, one card chosen by fifty year old Andrew included a message with a picture of the girl- of the ex-girlfriend's father's grave. Whoa! with the, with the oh! caption my favorite place to visit. Nah. <laughs> nah. That is oh true. That is messed up beyond belief. Obviously, that's not Moonpig's fault that Andrew was abusing the personalized
2: system. That's inventive though.
1: That's very inventive for stalking. Yeah. I don't we, none of us Newsmatch does not endorse stalking. We want to make that abundantly clear. Don't use Moonpig for these reasons whatsoever. But Moonpig. Completely failed to address that too. Eventually, until eventually she wrote a very strongly worded lawsuit claim. She was very, very ready to sue. And they were like, Oh yeah, we yeah, sorry, he's banned from using it for life. I oh, want like really, gangster sorry. films to start using those as threats,
0: like personalized <laughs> yeah. movies. It's just cards. a picture it's of like... a
2: horse's head on a card. It's yeah. like best wishes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so basically, as it stands, I think that Moonpig completely mishandled a future eighteen plus department. I think that Moonpig completely mishandled a future campaign for said AT plus department by not using the drunk selfies, and also they were just kinda poor in dealing with the whole situation about creepy dudes sending pictures of dead ex-girlfriend's father's graves. So what you're saying is we should jump over to the Funky Pigeon boat, I'm sick se- <laughs> Now that's what I was about to end on, Brad. Funky Pigeon never embroiled in controversy in their life. Funky Pigeon has an upstanding reputation. They have flirty campaigns. Well, I wouldn't call a card company's campaigns flirty in the first place. Are you sexually
3: attracted to pigeons?
1: (laughs) Too right. I think it's just... My my issue must have just been the branding with pigs. Not a fan of farmyard animals. Yeah, of course. Jay, I put it to you like this. Moonpig.com completely mishandles their business document. I think they need to do way better. I think they need to embrace their user base as the uh, drunk teens of the world or the... uh, Flirty adults who want to send you know, cheeky little penis pictures. Yeah. That's I'm, trying, and, I'm trying to find a way to, to get off pictures. com to that. I, I just want to be able to send the penis picture through moonpig.com and they're not letting me do it. And I have never been more livid in my life. Thank you, Dylan, for your story. Thank you very much, Jay.
0: So Brad was working on a secret project over the summer and he sent us this hard drive labeled The World Needs to Know. Brad, are you sure you want this to play on air?
2: Jay, I have never been more sure of anything in my life. Roll it. Six months ago, everything changed. The streets may look the same, the people may look the same, but the corner shops are unrecognisable. On the 6th of April, 2018, our freedoms were taken away from us by the tyrannical rule of the British government, Influenced by the radical ideologue, Jamie Oliver. Of course, I'm talking about the introduction of the sugar tax. Scotland was the first to fall. Their national nectar, iron brew, beloved by all, was pillaged of its sucrose content. Pure joy was replaced by aspartame and saccharin. This recording was taken just mere minutes after the legislation passed to leave Scots bereft of the purity of their drink. I hey, Have a night in brew. What have they done? Within days, the LucasAid Empire toppled under the weight of bureaucracy. Next to be crushed beneath the oppressive legislation was the price of Coke. People were afraid of what was happening to their traditions and their history.
1: My little sheriff only drinks full fat Coke. I to switch him to Coke Zero, but he's having none of it. We can't fork out
2: the extra doors! we've already foreclosed the house to keep him happy. What are we going to do? Heartbreaking. Those at the top of the scheme were vilified and questioned by the innocent people demanding answers. I met with Dr Aaron Stillwater, nutrition expert and traitor to the nation, to demand the truth behind this miscarriage of justice. So Dr Aaron Stillwater, why have you done this? Well, actually, the impacts of this scheme have been mostly positive. Uh, We've seen large companies change their recipes to ones that greatly benefit the health of the general population. And sales of those who have decided to keep their recipes the same are providing the government with funding through taxation that we are putting towards schemes to help decrease obesity and provide everyone with opportunity for a healthy life. How can you call this a healthy life? I'm not happy with this. I've driven around everywhere stockpiling original recipe rockstar energy because of you. Sir, you make me sick. Well, I... Uh, no, no well, this is dumb. For the past six months, the nation's been hurting, and the lengths I've had to go to would make lesser men sick to their stomachs. Sucking the syrup out of soft drink dispensers, touring corn shops around the country to find the old guard recipes. And unless something changes, robbing the Christmas coke trucks looks to be next on the horizon. The prohibition of the 21st century has taxed us all, whether you know it or not but some hope remains that the cloud of sugar discrimination will lift and Sunny D shall shine again. Until then, we're fighting for what's right. Brad Gray, reporting for the resistance.
0: Wow, that uh, might be simultaneously the most and least journalistic thing we've ever done on this show.
2: Thanks, Jay. Have to help. <laughs> You're
0: listening to News Munch on CSR. Uh, we heard dylan's and brad's stories earlier now is mine so i think in society we kind of like to look
2: (laughs) we live in a society
0: (laughs) we kind of like to look at things like very black and white where when in reality there's a lot of like there's a lot of grey. so like bad people can do good things you know what I mean? You I have to... watched
1: BoJack Season Five as well. <laughs> Are you trying it's to own good. up for it's something? Good, isn't it? Like... <laughs>
0: I haven't done anything, and I'd like to think I wasn't a bad person. Cheers, Brad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what? What I mean by that is like you know, like Sean Penn, he's done like countless charity work, but people don't like him. Martin Shkreli, terrible overpricing of drugs, but he's done you know some important like medical research into stuff as well. And uh, you have like Somali terrorist groups who've banned plastic bags. Okay. No, bad people, good things. Where are you going with this, Jay? So the the Somali terrorist group they ban plastic bags. Which one? Uh, Al Shabab.
2: Al Sh- That's the big one. Is it? That's one of the big ones. That's the boys. I think it translates to. Did the you just boys. Call no. it. Al Shabab the boys? No, that's what it translates to. They translates to the. Does it not? No, it I'm getting confused it with doesn't. another Somali terrorist group. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the
1: boys. <laughs> the
2: the boys. Brad Grey
1: endorses <laughs> Somali terrorism.
0: No, needs no they're to not. This is
1: Arabic. There.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been taking his lessons, clearly. Yeah. No, so basically what happened, they have their own radio station in Somalia, Radio Andalus. And uh, on that radio station they had one of their regional leaders, um, Mohammad Abu Abdullah, and he went on the radio and said that plastic bags are a serious threat to both humans and livestock and that, that plastic pollution is also very damaging to the environment. It's not Exactly an original thought. No. It's no, like, on the ball there,
2: though.
1: My point being is, like, so what spurned uh, uh, Al Shabab into thinking, uh, hey, we need to think environmentally consciously here.
0: Well, so the thing is, like, they're actually already quite environmentally conscious.
1: Is that, like, one of their core tenets or
0: something? Uh, like, I
1: think so. I think it's, like,
0: in, in their nature and from their beliefs. Yeah. There's a focus on you know keeping the planet good and and healthy. Um, yeah, that's not the. They're quite an eco-friendly group, I guess. Well, that's they, good. The Green Party in, of
2: Somalia. <laughs>
0: basically, in in the uh, radio statement, they also put a ban on the logging of um, rare trees. Oh, oh nice. really? Oh, awesome. So, quite good, I think. Um, and in 2016, a I think a, a Yemen magazine of Al Shabab was also critical of Obama for um, not doing enough to help solve climate change.
1: It's It feels vaguely ironic that a Somali terrorist group has endorsed political views and environmental views that I fully agree with.
0: This is what I mean. It's, it's bizarre.
1: It's very bizarre. I think... I think you're selling me on this. <laughs> I'm not... I don't, look, I don't want to sell
0: you on the terrorist group yeah. because I shouldn't be selling anyone on a terrorist group because they're a terrorist group. But if you had to choose one... <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's views are in no way representative of news much nor my own as well nor news <laughs> no so like they're not they're trying to be you know people friendly and like you were saying um the Arabic translation isn't the boys oh. it's the youth. Clo- oh, very I'm close, so close! Very close. It's, it's kind of close. I I kind of see it more as like a marketing ploy to play for their yeah, like yeah. young crowd.
1: <laughs> oh, so it's it's, it's like a, a political party being like, "Hey
3: kids, you vote for us, you can uh you know get the old no uni fees." Yeah, no uni fees. You know, all these millennials are being put <laughs> off um, suicide bombings because they believe the group they'd be representing don't do enough to help the environment that they won't be around to see anymore.
2: <laughs> That's the point.
0: If we. <laughs> No. No, no. It sounded like a light bulb when you If were like, if terrorist groups
2: If terrorist groups start having like positive policies that get people into it, well, does that mean more people join terrorist groups? So are Al-Shabaab the 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 youth that we want? Well, consi- uh, considering that most terrorist groups kind of operate on a
1: like a fear, a fear basis, like I don't feel like having a real good manifesto so, really makes a
2: difference so, when they're drafted in from a young age. So the fear has gone from jihad to the ice poles are melting.
0: There was a, a really good point made in the BBC coverage of it because it became kind of a, a big story. The BBC said it's currently unclear how they'll go about implementing the ban, but because of widespread fear of the group's use of violence, people usually do what they tell
2: them to do. <laughs> 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 to be honest, they're doing more than Nisa local this on Jillian High mean. Street. Like, they're giving out bags left, right, and center.
0: They are they are leading the charge. But just to make clear, this is not a like people's champion terrorist group. They are. <laughs> can they you are, tell
1: us like some things that are, like so you said you, the point of your thing is illustrating that bad people can do good things. So we've heard the good they're doing. What's the make, make it radio okay, friendly? But what's the okay, bad fine. things that they can do? So
0: in a collab video. They uh, pledged allegiance- That is quite bad. <laughs> like a tip <hit> Westwood freestyle <laughs> sort of In 2012 they With pledged the green allegiance party. to the uh, Al
3: Qaeda. So
0: not quite uh, the Green oh, Party. Oh. It's, uh, the Al Qaeda have like a bit of a spotty track record you could say. Oh, I suppose
3: so. I Especially in statement. international politics. Yeah, few, yeah.
2: few slip ups.
0: Not Big quite oofs. Green Party good.
2: No. Uh, um, green Party good. No, that is that is the phrase. Green Party good. Al Qaeda bad. <laughs>
0: In October 2017, um, I should sound less happy when I'm (laughs) presenting. Yeah, (laughs) sound more somber. In October 2017, uh, they carried out one of the deadliest East African bombings in the Somalian capital of Mogadishu. Oh, Jesus Um, Christ. But, uh, so the Somalian government are kind of saying, oh yeah, um, Al-Shabaab did that, but they're not claiming responsibility. Uh, One thing they are claiming responsibility for, though, is an attack on a Kenyan military base in uh, Somalia in January 2016, where... Uh, about 180 soldiers were killed. So, dumb. you're asking about the bad. That's the bad. That's pretty bad. I
3: feel inappropriate now, because what I'm going to say So, you know when you see, like, uh, ISIS on the news and they've got the pickup truck with, like, the massive turret in the back? So now when we see Al Shabab on the news, it's going to be, like, the Prius with, like, the anti-air <laughs> gun on the back I'm trying to shoot down coalition planes. <laughs> They're using yeah. biodegradable bags for <laughs> IEDs.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I mean, like... They're like banning single-use plastics, but I feel like single-use plastics is, is something they.
1: Yeah, you got to think of the environmental footprint of a militaristic conflict versus a <laughs> single-use
2: plastic bag. Just, I know which one I'd rather have on my doorstep. Just, yeah, which one are I'm they going to go with? I'm just picturing Al Shabab getting a hold of EMPs and using them to make people use less electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a massive conflict
1: of interest, you know. It's a yeah, it's a very big, uh, very big cognitive distance between the two. Yeah, yeah
0: but I wanna, I wanna. We we talked about the bad stuff. Clearly, they're bad. I'm not trying to change anyone's mind on that.
2: You happen but, to defend this hard.
0: But let's just put this into perspective, right? A few weeks after El Shaba- or Al Shabaab banned single use plastic bags, Starbucks came out and said, We're going to ban single, uh, like, plastic
1: straws. I'm just saying. <laughs> they, didn't bla- they, not- they, they didn't ban them. What they did was they got flavored, like, wooden cardboard straws and then put them in plastic bags anyway.
0: Yeah, just... So, they're, they're replacing them with these like plastic lids, so it's like the same thing anyway. Starbucks doing not much. Uh, the EU are planning <laughs> a big,
3: <laughs> I just like that Starbucks have looked at Al Shabab and started sweating, <laughs> like, oh, we got to get on this bandwagon.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying it's cause and effect, but you know, they might be related. Uh, the EU are planning a big, um, ban on plastics, uh, and they're hoping to get those measures approved by May 2019. Again, that isn't as immediate. As this uh, jihadist extremist group, and Texas recently they had a they did have a plastic bag ban, and then they overturned it when the Texas Supreme Court said banning plastic bags is illegal.
2: Is it a violation of their constitutional rights? Yeah, you can take away our uh, freedom, but you can't take away our plastic
1: bags. So the right to bear single-use plastic bags. Don't tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tread on the bag.
0: So that's just to say that, like, although again. Al shabaab bad people doing bad things. They've done something kind of good here, and they're they're leading the way in a in a charge for a, for a better world for everyone. I, question mark? Not, yeah, question so, mark at the end of
3: recycling that. Recycling does lead for a better world for everyone. Perhaps not extremist fundamentalist terrorism. Yeah, yeah. that's that's not so good it's a
2: delicate seesaw to balance but they're on they're on the way swings and roundabouts you know there'll be a lot more top knots in al shabab after this (laughs) there's
3: a (laughs) plastic bag ban stop gentrifying my terrorism
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks jay cool last story fraser
3: What have you got for us? Okay, who likes Dungeons and Dragons? I do. Oh, me! I'm indifferent, but. You're all nerds. I've never played it. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to be your dungeon master and I'm going to guide you on a quest. Our quest begins in Bristol at a date in Nando's. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to fill you in with some exposition and some backstory. What are our characters? You're a lady. of um, <laughs> well, my character? You're, a la- you're all the same character. <laughs> well, lady, oh, got it. Yeah, I've not really branched this out. You're on a date with a charming young man, and the date's going well. You've just finished the date, and he asks you whether you want to go back to his for some wine and a Louis Faroux Scientology documentary. What do you say? Uh, yes, please. Yeah, that well, sounds lit. Yeah, go for it. Yes, please. Okay, you've rolled a two. So you came across a bit too keen, a bit strange he doesn't mind, he's going to invite you back to his house even though you came across a bit of a freak <laughs> saying yes please so anyway, fast forward you make the journey back to his house, you're back in his house you're watching the Scientology documentary, the wine's flowing you're chatting along, but maybe you went too hot on the sauce, you feel your tummy are rumbling
0: <laughs> my <Almost laughs> tummy hurt
3: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: happens now? you feel,
3: you feel a tummy the tummy chambering. <laughs> Okay, what happens next? You go to the bathroom, okay? Yep. You, you try and keep it quiet. Should we roll for that? Yeah, let's roll, roll for a roll for stealth, yeah. 5. Sweet. You good? you have dropped the phantom poo. Nobody <laughs> will know any different. It was quick, quiet and efficient.
2: Well done, guys, we, we did it. it. Now let's roll we for did the it, flush. Oh no. Can you really change the volume we... of a flush? Can we tr- let's go. Silent flush.
3: Yes. I'm in. Come on, let's roll. 2. Oh. It doesn't flush. The <laughs> no. evidence is there. <laughs> And even worse, there's skids on the bowl. Oh. Where okay, going with what, do you, what do you do in this situation? What oh, do you, you grab, ha- for a toilet you grab the toilet brush yeah. right next to it. Two, <laughs> he hasn't got a toilet brush. <laughs> right,
0: no, does no, this, okay. this Dice have any other numbers than two? You've rolled had had like a five. Had a five. Had a five.
3: How do you dispose of the poo? You grab
0: your
1: hand the toilet paper. No,
0: no, no, you look for a bin of some kind. I've thought about this before.
1: You look for a- <laughs> I don't like Jay doesn't the, make the trip to Wilcos. I
0: don't like doing number twos in a public place or anywhere that isn't my home. Oh, she... So you look for a bin of some kind, right? And then you scoop.
3: and then oh, Have you been in this situation?
0: Uh, I don't want to answer that. And then, if there's a window, there's the window. Um, but like, what if, sh- what if the window goes onto like
1: a high street or public area? You're okay. just throwing a turnout. They so did it
0: in Shakespeare we...
3: times. You so we're do it now. <laughs> so we're going for the window. Sure, sure. I would have thought. Wait, are we going for the window? Oh, six. Oh, Oh. yes. Your turd has made it safely out the window. You go down, you resume the date, you have a wonderful light. However, for the woman this story is based on, that wasn't the case. Oh, did she not throw it out the window? She didn't didn't roll high enough. There's a a ledge between the garden and the thing. So she threw it out the window and it got trapped onto the ledge. So we're going to put herself back into this woman's shoes. You go downstairs. You look. He looks you in the eye with a smile and a glass of wine. Wait. So, the, can you rewind? Yeah.
0: What about the ledge? So, so wait, a ledge did it get
3: caught? It got caught on the ledge. Oh. Wait. She chucked it out.
0: The, she did chuck it out. She the... went
3: through out of the window. Got caught on the ledge. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You go downstairs. He looks at you with a with a big smile and a glass yeah. of wine. Dates going, guy. You really like him. He smells good. He ha- he has a car. He's a really <laughs> nice guy. What do you do? Do you try and play it cool, or do you come clean? You go to the toilet. And be like, there's some- you... someone's pooed on your ledge. What With... are we going to do? Are we going to come clean or try and hide it? Cool. Hide it. Let's
2: come clean. Hide sure. it. No, wrong. You don't admit that. One. One. What?
3: Um. Just like in real life, <laughs> he's noticed a nervous look in your eyes and asks what's wrong.
1: <laughs>
3: Yo, hey boo, what's wrong? <laughs> you surrender and tell him everything that's happened. And this has really happened to a man called Luke Smith in Bristol. Uh, the woman's decided to uh, remain unnamed. Don't blame her. Oh, why? And she went back to what his house. do you
0: house. mean, why? we don't want to end up like you, Jay. It's such a relatable tale. Yeah, and um, you.
3: And in his own words, she came back, didn't say anything, had a nervous look in his eye. He asked what was wrong, and she confessed. <laughs> and this is a quote about what he said afterwards: "I was understandably, I was understandably concerned, and told her we used to, we uh, we would go outside, bag up the offending poo in the garden." Bin it and pretend the whole sorry affair never happened. Unfortunately, owing to a design quirk of my house, the toilet window does not, in fact, open to the garden, but instead to a narrow gap of about a foot and a half, separated from the outside world by another double glazed window. It no was wrong. into this twilight zone <laughs> that my date had thrown the poo. Wait, so it landed like, on someone else's double glazing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. In between the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame that one on the dog. Okay. So, Sorry, carry on. we're gonna do an agility roll okay. because we're role-playing, you're an amateur gymnast and you think you can lean out under the ledge to get the poo. Okay. So, are we, we gonna do the agility roll? Of, of course we are. Of course. Three. Ooh. That's okay. You're just within reach of the poo. Do you reach a bit further? We're, we're do in we, do we roll at nice disadvantage, guy. don't we? You do roll at a disadvantage.
2: Yeah. Let's go.
3: You gotta risk it. Two. Oh. <laughs>
2: That was a four. That, that was definitely a thought.
3: I need to keep the narrative going. That's fine. He's railroading the story, but it's okay. This is a bad dungeon so, master. So, you, so you're so you able to successfully pass the poo up to your date, who's able to dispose of it. But as you go to leave the window, you discover you're trapped. Oh, my Lord. By what? She's hanging by... At this point, this woman was hanging by her ankles outside the bathroom window. Oh, no. oh my word! That was the only thing keeping her in. That is the worst.
1: Oh, my Oh, God, <laughs> some Chuckle Brothers stuff. It's How great. can one person be so unlucky at dating?
3: I feel sorry for the guy. Forget this woman.
2: Let's face Yeah, it. no,
1: you're like, you're no. No like sane
2: back. man would throw it out the window. No, no. Let's not make what? this a gender thing. That's not. Let's call, That's no, not. No, a question no, I mean, Jay's mental no, man, he I'm more worried about Jay.
0: That.
3: That's fine. <laughs> I'm unstable. <laughs> so anyway, we we go we go back to Luke. Who says she called out to me to help her climb out from the window? I grabbed her waist and pulled, but she was stuck, stuck fast. Try as we might, we could not remove her from the window. She was stuck upside down in the gap. I have a picture of her. I have a picture of her trapped. That translates to radio, yeah. Yeah, but it's a picture of her trap. She's press her face is pressed up against the window, and she's hanging out the window by her ankles. So this is extremely awkward for our gymnast here, who failed the agility role.
0: Is she actually a gymnast? She said Not she anymore. was. <laughs>
3: she said she was an amateur gymnast. <laughs> she would try and fix the poo situation. <laughs> anyway, that's after fi- after fifteen minutes, they couldn't re- they couldn't get her out, so they had to call the fire brigade, and oh. they had to remove the whole window to get this poor woman out. Oh,
2: my word, that's a, that's
3: a story for the ages. And um, Smith capitalised on this. You know how he resolved his dilemma of not having a window? Selling a story to the press. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not only that, but he set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> 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 to get the window replaced. he said said, if the window is not replaced my landlord may as well kill me so you would you would literally helping me save a life he wrote he managed to raise six uh 1674 pounds and he smashed his 200 pound target and with the remainder of that money he's put it towards a good cause one to a charity building and maintaining flushing toilets in the developing (laughs) world and a and the other one and the other half of the money goes to a firefighters charity. <laughs> that is amazing. That's a so, that is the coldest way. But it's, oh, it's so, so overall, great. he this story had a happy ending. For him. For him. What, what happened to uh our unnamed characters. unnamed to us? <laughs> <laughs> <happened> <laughs> Let me roll. <laughs> Five. You go home ashamed. It doesn't <laughs> matter what you roll, you go home ashamed <laughs> that night. Never to date again. Well, that just shows you the people you could meet on Tinder. This was all down to a Tinder date. <laughs> Thank you, Fraser, for your, your Ted story.
0: <laughs> you know what, guys? We've got a bit of time left, so we don't have to go straight into deciding who has the best story yet. A- and do what instead, Jay? I-, I just thought we could have a catch-up, you know? I haven't seen you guys probably since, probably since we won the award. So, you know... I- how have you lot been? What did you get up to in your summer?
2: Well, actually, Jay, it's it's been a tough summer. I mean, aside from the research and not to bring the mood down too much. Um, my girlfriend got hit by a bus. You no, know,
3: my summer's been all right overall. Winning the award was good, but that's a group thing. I can only take most of the credit.
2: Dylan, what
1: about you? I I spent a ton of time out by a cabin in the woods, you know, just, just finding myself, figuring
3: out what I want to do, That you know, that kind of thing. Okay, still middle class. Speaking of finding, I found that picture of you guys at the award show after we won best entertainment show, and I was just thinking that's something we can be proud of, you know.
0: Fra- Fraser, do you, do you just want to talk about the award? No, nah, not really. What happened in your summer? Um, I went to Edinburgh actually to uh, cover the film festival, so that was uh, you know pretty good. What a great opportunity, Jay. I'm
3: very proud of you. Well, thank you. Speaking of opportunity, did I tell you guys I started working at the BBC? You, wait, what? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, one of them listened to the show and decided to take me on. At first I thought, I'd just be making teas and coffees and stuff like that. And then I must have been pretty good at it because I got called into this massive office and they told me I was just like the best person of my kind they've ever had. And that guy was like the head of the BBC and we got chatting and stuff and he wanted to give me Nick Grimshaw's radio show. And I turned it down because it's just not me being like annoying that early in the morning. So instead he sent me to the Royal Wedding night like, at the beginning I was quite near the back I was trying to keep a low profile because like I told my mum I couldn't come for Sunday dinner because I was in hospital and I thought if she sees me on the telly she's gonna f- flip one you know but anyway, I was just chilling around and then Megan's grand come up to me and she started oh, I couldn't know what she was saying you know old people are like I thought she was telling tell me the price of cabbage has gone up four pence you know anyway her dress was ripped Megan Markle ripped her dress at the what what did you do? Well, it just so happened that I used to, like, always keep my lucky sewing kit in my pocket. So, like, up I went to the Tower of London where Meg was getting ready. And, like, I just had a look at it and gave it a bit of a sew, you know. She was she was happy. She wanted me to be the ring bearer. But, nah, I, was, I had some bears do.
0: Better than being the ring bearer at the royal wedding.
3: Yeah. So, like, you know, the person who works for Givenchy... She was like really impressed with my dressmaking skills. so she flew me to Paris you know like on a plane and that and she got me to work with their latest collection. so like here I am working 18 hours a day, not really sleeping, collabing with all these big fashion houses you know and then I met him who who did you meet? Kanye? <laughs> what yeah it was like crazy at first but then we really clicked you know we really like understand each other and we would speak about everything and anything. And I'd help him with, like, a few songs here and there. And, you know, one minute he asked me whether he should write his next song about his wife or slavery. I told him, it's your choice, Kanye. It's your choice. But I don't think he quite got what I meant. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, I told Kanye about what I'd been doing because he, like, really dug my vibe in that. And he offered to set me up a meeting with anyone in his contact book. I wanted Donald Glover, but oh, I missed press and then it was Donald Trump and... Next thing I know, that orange man put me on a flight to North Korea, like as an ambassador for like peace relations. And by the time I got there, Donny was like, I I don't know what I'm gonna do with these people. I can't wait to get home and press the big red button. And I said, He can't be that bad. I've seen the interview. He seems a reasonable guy. We have a lot in common. So I had a chat with him heart to heart, you see it. I did a bit of Korean on Dillingo on the flight over and I thought, why not? And you know what? Kimmy gets a bad rap. He's quite reasonable, you know. I guess you have to know him to love him. Long story short, they ended things on good terms. And Trump is trying to make me his chief advisor. And I'm being talked about as a potential Nobel Prize winner. And that's when I knew it was time to go home. Because I could win all the Nobel Peace Prizes in the world, but they still wouldn't mean a thing compared to our Newsmunch award.
1: Wow. That's insane. I cannot believe all that stuff happened, man.
3: Oh, I thought we were just making stuff up. Did Brad's girlfriend really get hit by a bus?
2: yeah that's all right we won an award so it all works out
0: now all that's left to decide is who's going to be named the news munchkin of the week if you haven't joined in before and don't know how this works basically what we'll do now is decide we'll knock each other out we'll give a, a recap of what our stories are and then Slowly decide who has the best story. We're uh, actually
1: knocking each other out as well if we lose.
2: Yeah.
0: Brad, give us a recap of what your story was.
2: My story was about the amazing tunnel in Bude, Cornwall that has revolutionized TripAdvisor history and made us all once go to Bude. Dylan? What my are story
1: yours? was about Moonpick not allowing me to send nudes to my future ex wife through cards. <laughs> my story <laughs> was about a terrorist group who are leading the way in banning
0: plastic bags. And, Fraser, what was your story?
3: My story was about a Tinder date gone wrong when a poo risk was miscalculated and a woman ended up getting stuck in a window and being removed by the
2: fiber grade
0: um okay so so does anyone want to put forth like who they think come last
2: Jay as host i think that duty falls to you
0: okay (laughs) i think it's i'm really sorry because like this was a good one as well but i think it's brad i'm fuming Like, we have... Dylan, what was <laughs> You should be kidding, <laughs> <laughs> Uh remember
1: it. It was Moonpig not allowing you to send sexually explicit or nude images or pornography as a personalised card, and the responses to that.
0: Ah, oh, you make a good point. But Brad
1: was a tunnel.
2: V. Best <laughs> tunnel. The, not a tunnel, the tunnel. The only tunnel. The fact that no other tunnels it's appear is not, right, it's in not the only tunnel. Brad. There are tons of tunnels around and none of them are special. Just what?
1: because Bewd has nothing
2: going on in it does not mean that this tunnel is anything weird or out of the ordinary. All I'm saying is you can't deny the facts that so many people visited this tunnel and had joy flood yes, through their veins. Because people visit
1: Sainsbury's a
2: lot. It, you know, in fairness to Brad,
3: right? When you speak about your local supermarket you do speak about what your supermarket does and doesn't have you be like oh my uh my aster's has a calf does yours ask to have a calf?" and if they say no then you instantly feel 10 times better as a person than them so i think having a 100 foot tunnel that nowhere else has makes you like
0: yeah but you don't go oh yeah ours has a tunnel does yours no oh yeah you really missed out then
2: it's a tunnel. You That's my point. You need to understand what these people have understood. <laughs> it's not just a tunnel. Brands. If it was just a tunnel, I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't fight a fight for a tunnel. I'd fight a fight for the people of Bude, who have clearly decided that this tunnel is worth worshipping. I don't have like... You thought that maybe... It's like saying the Colosseum is just a building site. <laughs>
0: basically the same right, no no not, yeah thanks
2: basically the same
0: have you not thought that maybe just maybe the uh people posting the TripAdvisor reviews aren't being genuine why wait am, you mean people would, lie on the you, internet are, are you, you telling about, me that bro? instagram influencers kind of thought, aren't but going but stay with me what, what
2: would people have to gain from
0: that? what do people have to gain from anything from posting a, like <laughs>
2: Do you do you want me to read the, the um the response from the Wow guy you. again? I don't
0: need you to read a response. What I do need you to do is suggest someone else who should go out. Oh, Dylan. <laughs> and why is that? Because we need to we need to wrap up this first round and not because
2: else he out. ended up um supporting um. I, I I don't think you're fighting the right fight. It's not the hill to die on, Deal. You're supporting a plastic tunnel. Sub- and Jay's supporting
3: terrorists. <laughs>
1: Not like, supporting.
0: Let's be honest with us. Just
3: trying to swim
0: through those muddy waters and, and now, pick out the good, the good apple. Here's in their my. My very point is that can't tree. pick and choose
3: your ideology, Jay. Here's my you're point. You're either in or out. You're, Jay, yours is
1: too ethically ambiguous. You're either yours, your <laughs> opponent. Fraser, Fraser's fighting the good fight. You know, he's fighting the good fight for double glazing. He's to go. You know, this guy's story was great. I think that one. Yeah, that's safe. That's safe for me. Fraser is Tinder shaming i'm not tinder
3: oh, shaming no.
2: i'm
1: shaming your
3: and terrorist a <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
0: but okay no we let's let's go into a vote let's actually okay, vote Jay, for, you're
2: voting for me i'm voting for dylan fraser who are you voting
3: for oh, i'm probably voting for um i could go either way oh, i might go for brad actually i'm
1: going for brad so thank you very oh. much brad i'm
0: unlucky man no seriously free entry seriously
2: <laughs> <laughs> open <laughs> 24 hours a day it's not 24 hours a day. Up it's just there a tunnel where it's Stonehenge. No, it's like 12 till 12, so I think it's like it just laps around. You're all, you, you won't, you you won't explicit on what, that one. You know what? Bun you guys. You're all John M. from Woken. I don't want to speak to you. I'm just going to do some light reading about my tunnel. Right,
0: except you can't because you need to just listen and kind of now adjudicate discussion.
2: Right, guys. So I'm out. But you know what? Bigger issue at stake. Who's next out? Jay. Are you saying me? Jay, no, Jay. I be... Jay, I want you to pitch your case.
0: Uh, I, I think it's, it's pitch my case. I'm not going to defend myself until someone attacks me. Um, Just um, like the
1: terrorists do. That's an invitation, go ahead. That's
0: you advocating terrorism now, <laughs> that's not me. Dylan, I think I think probably yours is the one to go out next. And it's just because... Uh, the, the attack on Moonpig feels kind of personal from you. I quite like Moonpig as well, so...
1: I want to be very clear do you have a catchy jingle? that I wasn't using Moonpig to send... Uh, pornogra- pornographic images of myself
0: moonpig.com <laughs> see look you laughed it's, it's <laughs> enjoyable it's jovial thingy Dylan thingy.
1: don't attack Moonpig. now Jay Jay <laughs> you know how hard this is to defend right <laughs> I'm fully aware of how hard yours is to defend <laughs> now it is wow well, that's really quirky on uh, Al Shabab that they have decided to change tact and advocate for environmental policies, but I do have to say that having radical ideas within the terrorist group isn't in and of itself weird. If it was a story like, you know, an Al Shabaab like they started using their military stuff not to commit violent acts, but just to like park in front of like littering spots and be like, pick up, pick it up, pick it up now. <laughs> but that, that that would be funny as hell. That's I just think just follow
0: story... on from this news, that is what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, but that's not the story itself. The fact that they're advocating environmental stuff is great. I, I'm not you know I, I I do think it's a weird story I just think in my eyes I would be voting for you it's it's less advocation of
0: more harsh no, enforcement I suppose yeah, yeah. exactly it's happening it's not There we have plans to put in a plastic ban in five years time let's let's really try for this guys it's like plastic ban it's happening
1: <laughs> when you like buckle up kiddos and
0: the fact that they're that devoted to helping the environment when Serious companies, organizations, countries even, aren't doing that. I think that's kind of crazy. Fraser? Yeah, the vote comes down to
3: me. You both of you have got to appeal to my um, good nature. Ego. Uh, Yes, (laughs) (laughs) eco-responsibility. And my general humanitarian outlook on life. In my eyes, I think that Moonpick.com having to
1: address something as asinine as people misusing their services completely and doing it in such a really laissez-faire manner by sending out a really all-lower-case tweet, being like, please don't, just just please. And then fully engaging with the jokes as well, to me, is weird and funny. But obviously, I will respect the decision either way on that one.
3: I'm going to have to side with um, the Mbwira terrorists on this. Yes. In terms of their story, not in terms of their beliefs. Go Al-Shabaab. <laughs> no, no,
0: okay, no, no, let's I not go al Shabab. I didn't mean that. Right. Okay. So Fraser is between you and me.
3: Yeah. Um, I vote for Jay.
0: I, I vote for Fraser. But to, okay, to Dylan. Let's make it. Let's make our cases to
1: Dylan. Sorry, I went and took a lap. Yeah.
0: Fraser, do you want to make your pitch first, to Dylan?
1: So, all right. I want to hear from Jay first, actually. Okay. Obviously, let's ignore last round in this situation because otherwise, we're just going to get to a weird can... one. Tell me why your story is weirder than Fraser's.
0: Look, to me, terrorists really, really bad people. You uh, want to
1: stress this, don't
0: I you? Ju- just, just for offcom's sake, almost. <laughs> I want to stress.
1: No, 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 oh, so it's not your legitimate belief that terrorists are bad, just saying it for the radio show purposes. Right, we don't you need couldn't to, have
0: painted don't yourself into
2: a corner twist anymore. Twist my
0: words. The fact that terrorist groups are really, you know, pushing this forward as something that they're actually being vocal about, like, it's mad. Also, I understand Fraser's story is kind of crazy. It's, It's a great story. I'm not going to lie about that. But let's 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 think separately from stories for a second and think how hard this was for me i had to research this in a public library do you know how hard it is to be a brown boy looking up al-qaeda and terrorist organizations without getting do not play the race card
1: in an (laughs) all-white cast aside from yourself
3: play the race
1: card i won't go for it and now i'll look bad Fraser, tell me why your story is weirder than Jay's. Because let's, be let's be honest, let's be honest with ourselves. Fr- Jay's story is is weird. Yours is a horrible date, an absolutely atrocious date. But why is it weirder than an entire terrorist group going eco-friendly?
3: It it it, it just escalates. <laughs> That's how you know somebody's going to say some real stuff. Their voice does that just before they're saying it. Ever listen to the commentary on, like, a Tarantino film? He's like, I, 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 I just needed Samuel Jackson for this for this, for this monologue. Um, <laughs> stolen. A- anyway, it's weird, it's weird enough that a woman was convinced to go back to a man's house by, would you like a glass of wine and watch Scientology? That, to me, sounds out... Sounds how you wake up in Scientology. I feel like you've picked out the wrong weird part of that story. <laughs> yeah. No, it Loons gets the weirder. Does it a gets weird. in people. It gets weirder, and then um, you go to the toilet. The toilet doesn't flush. You're gonna look weird when you go down and go. Hey, I've left something up there for you to remember this date. But the fact that she tried to throw it out the window, she went for the Kobe. She hasn't got a good jump shot. She missed it. It gets caught between two ledges. She has to go downstairs and admit that. The weird thing is is not ashamed of her performance enough to go home. She volunteers herself as an amateur gymnast to go and fish this turd out from the ledge it's stuck on, hoist herself back up into the house, and act like it never happened and carry on with the date. I mean, that's just common courtesy. You're not going to leave a turd on someone else's window. No, once it's on that ledge, you know it's not going to see that for a few days. You're either, you're either going to have a good enough connection to make up for it, or you're never going to see each other again. Deal. Right. Boys. Here we go. Listen. Yeah jay i think your story is fantastic
1: i do obviously too. i would love to pick it but to me I, do think, it. <laughs> I think i think that Fraser's story in its in, in its own individual circumstance is more weird so therefore this week i gotta say it's fraser obviously you two are voting for each other so right fraser is the news munchkin of the week
0: yeah oh, i'll give you a clap i
2: think it's a great story so.
3: Dungeon Master Fraser with a high roll wins the show. Let's, let's Natural 20. Sorry,
2: can we just say how your most common role in a story about Pooh was number two?
1: <laughs> Dice of Life, don't lie. Except one of those was a four confirmed. Stay woke.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Have a good time. Stay weird.